Hello, everyone, and welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 144. And today we have one of Jesus' favorite teachings. It's about being lost and it's about being found. And I say that it's one of his favorite teachings because he gave three parables, one after the other, and they're all saying the same thing. Uh, The lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Now, we're not going to be looking at all of these parables uh, today because that that would take too long. But I want to... um, I want to get to the main the main theme of this whole idea of uh, something or someone getting lost and then something or someone getting found in some way. Now, as usual, we're dealing with uh, metaphor. So when we're talking about uh, being lost and being found, uh, we're in the realm of, let's talk about people for a minute. It's about someone coming home in some way. It's about someone getting back to where they belong. Now, when a teacher repeats a teaching, it it means that there's something important here that the student needs to understand and learn and keep on learning. And I think that one one of the lessons here for us, whether we're talking about the lost coin or the lost sheep. I'm not going to talk about the lost son today. That's way too long. But I think one of the lessons here for us today is the tendency and the frequency that we can get lost. Lost as in we can forget who we are. We can forget our place in this world. Uh We can certainly forget what's true, which leads to a lot of discouragement. I mean, that happens to us frequently. Uh, It's it's not that difficult to forget that God's with us, helping us. Why? Because I think we'll have this tendency to wander off. And you'll hear these phrases, you know, people will just say things like, oh, I'm at a loss for words, or I don't know. I'm just at a loss for words. Or you hear songs that talk about, you know, I'm lost without you. I'm I'm lost without you. Or or you hear people say things like, I just feel lost in all of this. What's going on here? I think we're tapping into a kind of helplessness. There are certain things that happen in our lives. There's certain things that happen in this world. And it's frequent. I don't think it's a simple case of, you know, you're lost one week, then you're found, and then you never, ever get lost again. I mean, I think we go back and forward all the time. Uh, Jesus, by the way, Jesus teaches about two kinds of lostness. There's the kind of, there's a first kind of lostness that there's the kind where you know that you need help. Right, that you you're not pretending to yourself, you're not pretending to others. You are in a state where you feel you've just lost track of everything, and you know that you're not in the right 
place. You're not in the right place in your thinking. It could be a physical thing too. You're not in the right place, you know, in a physical situation or a work situation. But you just know that you're you're off track in some way and you're you're trying to get back on track. There's that kind of lostness. And then there's another kind of lostness that's a little bit trickier. And uh, actually, Jesus addresses this in his teaching because this is the kind of lostness that you don't even know that you're lost. I mean, people around you might be aware of it, but you're not aware of it. And, and interestingly enough, these parables were given, the first listeners, they were given to the religious leaders of his day who were actually quite off track spiritually, but they were unaware of it. And that's a tricky, that's a tricky one, that's a, especially when you're dealing with uh, people who, you know, see themselves as religious and self-aware and, and you're looking on their lives and you're thinking, oh my goodness, what a mess, what a mess. But that was, the first, that was who he actually addressed in these teachings because um, he's speaking to people that know Scripture inside out, and, but they're lost. In other words, they're, they're, they're off track. So, two different kinds of lostness there. And I'm going to look at just two short parables. One is about a lost sheep. That one you may be familiar with. And the second one is a lost coin. Not as common, but again, the same theme. You know, these stories, these parables, they always give us information about God. Information we either don't know or we've just forgotten. So the parables are always giving us important truths, usually important truths about God, but they also give us insight into ourselves. And it was Jesus' favorite way of getting over these wisdom for everyday living. This was his main way of giving out truth. So here's the context. It's always good to know what's going on in the original discussion and conversation. He is, Jesus, being criticized by the religious leaders. Now, that's worth a whole teaching in and of itself, but we won't go into that just now, but the, the whole idea that it was the religious ones, the ones that think they're in the know, the ones that think they know the Bible, uh, they're the ones that are up in arms against him. They are the ones. And on this particular day, he is being criticized for keeping company with the wrong types of people. He happens to be eating with the wrong type of people. Now, in the ancient world, we don't have this today in the West, but in the ancient world, to eat with someone implied that they were your equal, or you accepted them, you're valuable, you're important. Now, we live in a different time, a different culture. We don't have these religious rules. We don't have, in our particular faith tradition, uh, we don't have regulations about who we can eat with and who we can't eat with. But in Jesus' day, things were quite different. Remember, this is a long, long time ago. A long time ago, a different culture. And he's 
Jesus is eating with people that the religious leaders do not approve of. And in his self-defense, he gives to the religious leaders a couple of parables. It's almost like he's saying, you really don't know God well at all, do you? For all your study of the scripture, for all your church going, for all your Bible studies and your learning, you lack insight into who God is and what God is like. Now, this has always been the plight of the religious. This is always the, this is always really our problem that we can so easily get off track. I always perk my ears up, you know, when Jesus is criticized by the clergy of the day, right? <laughs> it's always, it's always, I always perk my ears up there because I think, oh, you know, how often do we do that today? And then I think, do I do that today? You know, so anyway, on with the text. Jesus said to the religious ones, God's like a shepherd. God's like a shepherd with a hundred sheep. And the shepherd loses one sheep and he leaves the 99 and off he goes and he searches for the one lost sheep. Why would the shepherd do that? Because all the sheep are important. That's why. Now back to the context. You're criticizing me for eating with people that you don't approve of, right? Well, Jesus is saying God doesn't have your rules. God does whatever needs to be done to find people because that's what God is like. God's like that shepherd that's going to go out of his way to find the sheep because the finder has a need to find Now, this is a little bit different perspective, again, that Jesus has in his teaching because we tend to veer toward, we put a lot of burden on ourselves for a lot of stuff because we tend to see it as, well, it's up to me to seek God more. If I'm in trouble, then I need to seek God more or I need to find the right path. I need to read the right books. I need to pray more. I need to maybe open the Bible more and read it more. And We tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves. I need to get guidance so that I make the right decisions. We place a lot of pressure on ourselves to do the right thing. Jesus' beginning point is this. First of all, he's saying to the religious ones, and of course, down throughout the ages, it's to us. The beginning point is you are dealing with, there's there's a better word, I'm sure, but you're dealing with a God who is a God that has a need to find. So, So that's the starting point. The starting point isn't you figuring out how to find God. The shepherd has a desire and a need to find the lost sheep in whatever capacity that sheep has lost. It doesn't really matter what kind of lostness we're talking about. Something, this little sheep needs to get home. It needs to get back into the fold. It's 
out there alone, it's vulnerable, it's dangerous. A sheep by itself, I mean, that's, that's a lot of vulnerability, right? However you look at this parable, this shepherd has a need to find that lost sheep, period. That's worthwhile contemplating, that this is Jesus' picture of God. I'm not sure it's always our picture of God, right? For whatever reason, this sheep wandered off and it's alone and it's isolated and it's lost. And by the way, this little sheep isn't thinking, ooh, I need to get back. I don't think it has that much sense. Not in this parable, right? <laughs> Maybe if you go into another parable, that, like the lost son, there's a little bit of recognition there, what a mess I'm in. But even with a sheep, I don't know. I don't know how much sheep think about things. So one of the, one of the truths here is that Jesus is pointing out is that, that God has a need to find if we can talk about God having needs. I mean, it's just a way of trying to understand this deeper reality. Now, see, we love to be self-sufficient. We like to be independent. And it's a good thing. It's not like it's bad, but it, we can go overboard in this. We automatically take this mindset into our life with God into our spiritual lives, we take all this, I need to work this out, I need to pray so things will change, or I need to meditate more, or I need to sit more, or I need to, you know, change my lifestyle, or change the way I eat, or exercise more. None, nothing wrong with any of these things, but again, it's very much centered on me getting my life together so that I can find peace of some kind. God, right? Jesus says, well, here's the starting point. The shepherd has a need to find, a priority to find. This sheep can't get back even if it tried. So sometimes it's like we, we, we sometimes we can't think our way out of the mess. It's like, I don't know what will help this child. I really don't know. We have tried everything. I don't know what will save this relationship. We've, we've, been in, we've had so much counseling. I don't know what will get me out of this spiritual slump. I feel like I don't really belong anywhere. I, I, I'm not quite fitting in anywhere. Yeah, people, Jesus would say, sometimes this happens. Sometimes it happens. And it's not even a deliberate leaving home, so to speak. It's not even a deliberate choice. It's just like you look up from eating the grass and it's like, how did I get here? How did I even get here? Where is everybody? How did I even get here? I can't even remember making choices that got me in this place. I don't even know. You know, that kind of sense. 
you know, it's, it's this idea that being lost, it's, it's not some out-and-out rebellious thing necessarily, right? No, I think lostness can be pretty subtle. It's not like obvious things like addiction to drugs or alcohol or, you know, we can see how that destroys a life. You can see how that takes its toll. People who, I don't know, just continually work and that's all they ever do. Yeah, you can see how that takes its toll. The family's left behind, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes it's a lot more subtle. You can just lose your joy. How about lost joy? There's a subtle one. It can be lost to complaining, grumbling. It can be lost in disapproval. Yeah, I think one, one of Jesus' phrases, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Now, again, he's speaking to people who believe in God. You know, it's easy to think, oh, well, you know, lost and found. All the spiritual people, the people that are connected to God are the found ones, and all the people that are all the atheists and whatever, they're the lost ones. Mm, not so fast, Jesus would say. Not so fast. Yeah, sheep have legs. <laughs> so once you get back on track, it's possible to skip off again, right? It's skip off, it, easy to skip off into independence and end up lost. Easy to think, oh, do I really need a shepherd? Do I really need a shepherd? I can do this. Or worse, worse. I forgot about the shepherd. I don't know. I just was nibbling on the grass and was so good and lifted my head and I have no idea where I am. I have no idea how to get back. Jesus would say, yep, that can happen. That can happen. Fortunately, we have a shepherd who has a need and a priority to find. Parable of the Lost Coin, very, very similar, very similar teaching. A woman, he said, oh, let me give you the parable. It's really short. Here's the text. It's good to know that, get the text. What woman having 10 silver coins, if she loses one of them, doesn't light a lamp, sweep the house and carefully search until she finds it? And then when she's found it, she calls her friends together. Rejoice with me. I found the coin I lost. Now, a lot of this is lost in 2,000 years because if we lost a silver coin, chances are we wouldn't even look for it. Or if we lost a dollar, we, chances are we wouldn't even look for it, right? Um, so, again, this is something that's really valuable to her. Ten coins could be a, a coin could be a day's salary actually in those days. Whatever it is, whatever it's worth, it's worth a lot to her, right? So she's going to go to the effort. She lights the lamp. 
right? You can't see in these tiny wee houses back then, right? It's 2,000 years ago. There's no electricity. She starts to sweep out the house. She carefully looks high and low, and she's so happy when she finds it. She's, she's happy enough that she calls in her neighbours and her friends and, come on, let's have a party. Oh, here's the next line. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. That word sinner, by the way, it means you've missed the mark. Another word of saying. Somebody who gets off track and gets back on track again, there's a lot of joy there. There's a lot of joy there for the person. There's a lot of joy for everyone else around. Lost coin. You're hidden. You're a little coin. There's no movement. There you are. You're stuck. Maybe you're under the carpet. You're under the dusty bed. You're in the spare room that's never been used for years, right? There you are, the coin. Nothing's ever going to change. Can happen spiritually. I'm in the dark here. I have no idea. This used to fit. It doesn't fit anymore. I'm losing my way. It can happen emotionally. Where do I belong? I don't fit here. These people don't understand me. I'm a lost coin. I'm feeling, I don't know. I don't know what you'd feel if you were a coin. You're just lost, right? Just lost. Lonely. I don't know how to get back. It's, actually, this is not a favourite par parable. You know, you'll not find this on stained glass windows in the European churches. There'll be plenty of shepherds and sheep on the stained glass windows. There's no lost coins. Yeah. No lost coins. I don't know. Maybe we have an aversion to being that helpless. At least a sheep can wander. Maybe I'll wander back in the right direction. But lost coins? Hmm, I don't know. But people don't really like to admit that they have absolutely no control over anything. But it seems to be again in our lives that are certain times it can happen to us. It happens to everyone uh, at various times in their life where... Something comes along, something happens, I have lost control. I've lost control. That's kind of scary, isn't it? Kind of overwhelming. Grief can do this to you. Grief can do this to you. Again, the woman finds the coin, right? The woman finds the coin. She's going to keep looking for you, you know that, and she's not going to stop until she finds you, Jesus is saying. She's never going to give up on you. You do know that is what God is like, don't you, Jesus is saying? You do know that. You might feel like you're in the dark, you might feel no one else sees you or understands you. She has a need to find, and she finds. 
Yeah, there's the grace part. There's the grace part. You know, it's this whole idea that we are not lost to God. And God has a way. And, you know, there's there's so many ways that we can be found. We can be found via our circumstances changing. We can be found via our thinking changing, which is actually more common than our circumstances changing. Our thinking changing is definitely a lost and found story there. The way that God can bring these subtle uh, shifts to the way that we perceive, the way that we look, our perspective, massive lost and found illustrations there in our own lives. It's certainly God uses people to bring us into the light, right? Or to bring us back to the fold. Um, yeah, people are huge. People are huge. Um, they, friends make such a difference, don't they? We need people. And yes, we certainly have the Holy Spirit always coming and helping us, just giving us tweak, just a little tweak here and there about how we think about our present circumstances. And how we think about our present circumstances makes all the difference in whether we see ourselves as lost or whether we see ourselves as coming into the light. Yeah. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. God, I am never lost to you. And thank you that you will and are finding me. You're bringing me out into the light. You're bringing me back to where I belong. You're restoring me and you're helping me. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. We've been looking at the two lost stories of the lost coin, the lost sheep. Join me next week for another episode. <laughs>